Girl, listen. Are you single? In a situationship? Depressed? In a season of transition? Wherever you're at in life, this is for you. We're your hosts. My name is Michaela, a.k.a. Mac. And I'm Val, a.k.a. Val. And we're here to encourage, share God's wisdom, and hopefully create some space for revelation and breakthrough through our personal testimonies. God is doing something big. We feel the weight of it. We feel the shift. And the time is now to respond and act on it. We hope this episode truly blesses you. Thank you for listening. Girl, listen. Are you ready? I'm ready. We're going to be talking about letting go today. Yeah. What is letting go? What does that look like? Mm -hmm. What does that look like for us in this season? Yeah. And we're just going to be sharing what God has been speaking to us and Mm -hmm. revealing to us as we're struggling with this ourselves. Yeah. And we hope that whatever we share helps you, inspires you in some way, or just brings revelation to your own situation. Let's get into it. We're about to get real. We're about to get real. Girl, listen. (laughs) Letting go is hard. Let's just put it that way. It is hard. You would have to say. Yeah. I think it requires a strength that we don't have. And I was going to say, I think letting go what i've learned as well is a continuous thing Mm -hmm. i think sometimes we think oh i've let this go oh you know i for a second you know there was some unforgiveness in my heart and i worshiped like so hard i was praying i was on my knees and i was like oh i forgave this person i've let it go Mm, and then that unforgiveness came back up right and just like i think forgiveness is a continuous process like sometimes you'll wake up and you'll be like i am so mad at this person again and you have to remind yourself that no you you have already forgiven that person you have to remind yourself to forgive them again i think that that's what happens with letting go that's what happens we have to remind ourselves to let go of situations of people of yeah. past of think just things in our lives over and over and over again and it's not just a one-time surrender to god yeah. it's a constant surrender to god yeah and it requires supernatural strength and i had this crazy revelation um so i don't know if anyone can relate or has gone through this experience but losing my grandpa was really hard but also really beautiful if you get mm-hmm. to the age where you just get to go in the ho- in your home surrounded by people you love like you won you won the mission on earth you know and I think like I remember so specifically like it was coming to the end of his days and the nurse came in and he said okay like his breathing's gonna start changing and once it starts sounding like this that means that he has made the mental decision to let go and you now have maybe hours maybe minutes until mm-hmm. he's gone And I remember when I was sitting in that, I said, I can't make the decision to let go of your life on earth. Like, (laughs) listen to that. You know, like, how do you get you? We have if we are fortunate enough to die in that way where we get to just be surrounded by our family. Like, you know, if we are fortunate enough to be in that position, you have. How do you let go of your life that you've always known? Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's. You know, that's what God prepares us for. He prepares us in all these tiny little moments throughout our life of practicing practicing how to let go that's for good. that ultimate letting go. Mm-hmm. How, you got to let go of your life. What do you mean? Like, I'm surrounded by my family. <laughs> I don't want to go. Like, we love heaven. We know our God. We know the kingdom. We know what it promises us, but we don't know it. Like, yeah. we don't know it in our core. So, like, you mean I have to now 
make a decision to let go of the life always known to enter the kingdom. And so it's just like when I think about all these little acts of letting go throughout my life, I'm like, it's preparing me for the ultimate one when I get mm-hmm. to be in the eternal, you know? Yeah. That's, that's why good. it's like it's a supernatural strength, it you know? Is. And it's it's not a strength that we like we can't do it ourselves, no. which is why no. which is why we all struggle with it so heavily. We all struggle with surrendering situations, people, our past to to God, and we we hold on to things. Why? Because we want control. Why? Because we we want some kind of semblance of comfort. And I think letting go is probably it is one of the hardest things that we're going to be faced with constantly. Yeah. It's a con like, it's something that we're going to constantly Always. be faced with. Why? Because it's so easy to want to be, want to want to hold on to the tangible mm-hmm. here mm-hmm. on earth, right? Mm-hmm. Hold on to people, hold on to material things, hold on yeah. to situations that bring us comfort. It's so easy to want to hold on to these things because it, they're the tangible. Yeah. And I think right now yeah. this season, what I'm learning is I, I think back. So my revelation came like I was reading my I was reading the story of Hannah mm-hmm. in yeah. one morning. And I was I, I have read that story before. Right. But I think. Right. It just like anyone when you're reading your Bible in a different season. Right. You are something even a living re- word. Yeah. Even when it's something that you've already read, something new will be revealed. And so I was read as I was reading and. I just saw Hannah pouring out her heart to God mm. about wanting a child yeah, and wanting that promise and believing God for that promise, but being just so devastated and sad, right? Because she hadn't received that promise and she was seeing someone else receive that promise over and over again. Mm-hmm. And she left, she poured out her heart. She left, she uh, left her heart there. She surrendered that like want and desire there. And then she received, she received the the desire, but she had to go back and surrender and give Say that, that chi- the that. child that Say she had that. been longing for for so long. She received after <laughs> after releasing that desire to God. He fulfilled Lord. that desire. Once he fulfilled the desire, she had to go back and release that desire, that very thing back to God. I said, okay. Ooh. I said, she releasing Samuel right now. Yeah. And I was just like, wow, like, OK, so God. Good. So I get the promise. But mm. even when I have the promise, it's not mine to keep. I have to, I have to go go back and give it back to you. I have to surrender that promise right. to you. Because our focus is on what? On God. But remember, you always say like the. Oh, oh! I said on God. <laughs> on oh like, God. <laughs> That's right. It is. No, it is, but, but I got. I was telling back another revelation I got is that for a while in my life I was focusing on the promise versus the promiser. Right. That part. And sometimes we get really fixated on our own desires and on the things that we know God has promised to us and he's right. talked to us about, right? He's he's put these very desires in our heart for a reason. Yeah. yeah. And we get so fo- fixated on those things that we start to kind of we idolize, right? We be, we right. engage in idolatry by idolizing these desires and these things more than the promiser right and so i went through a point where i was like i had to repent and ask god for forgiveness Mm. for idolizing the promises that i felt he had spoken to me before instead of idolizing him and worshiping him and knowing that he is who he is and so i think that sometimes and and that's what hannah did right like she 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 had to give 
her promise. She had to give her promise back. And I said, like, that, wait, what? Like? That, that's hard. So what do you do when you feel like, Girl. what do you do when your promise has been fulfilled? Right. Because there might be someone listening to this being like, yeah, they're in their promise, but they're whole, they're grasping onto that promise for dear life. Right. Like, for example, you could be in a relationship and that's been a promise that was spoken to you. And now you're grasping onto that relationship for dear life, even if you know that maybe that relationship isn't good for you or maybe things are not going well or you're scared of abandonment, whatever it is, you're grasping onto that promise for dear life and you but you need to surrender it like yeah to god yeah what do you do in a what do you do Mac, when, when you're you faced with the promise that <laughs> you felt god has spoken to you and you have to surrender it back to god Girl, listen <laughs> to me because i was there this is a theme um, song now this is a theme <laughs> song yo no but like let's be real i have been single my entire life kept keeping myself um i have daddy issues Bless it all, don't we all? Don't we? All? Um, <laughs> but you know, like I just never wanted, or I desired a relationship. I felt like nobody was worthy, you know. In period. Part, um, but then I found someone who was. Uh. So <laughs> you know, and so what do you do when you receive that thing that you've been praying for, and then it ends? You know, mm-hmm. like that. That was it. Was I was in a promise. Our relationship was so righteous. It was so God honoring. And I felt safe and I felt like just prayers were being answered. You know, it, everything felt right to me and then Aww. it was gone. So like I I struggled with that. But in the midst of that, like that was just the start. That was the start of my my domino effect of the year, <laughs> you know, but God just is such a good God. And he just continued to echo Isaiah 43, 18 through 19. That has been my my life scripture which says forget the former things don't dwell in the past and see i'm doing a new thing so val you're talking about tangible and so like what i love about this scripture is because god isn't a tangible god you know but like that that's what faith is for and like i love this scripture because um god knows that okay hold on let me girl listen let me go in let me go in real quick okay because god promises us that he wants to take us from glory to glory and so you read a scripture like this and you're like forget the former things like what do you mean god like see i'm doing anything like what those former things that felt like a glory like my relationship Mm. felt like a promise my my relationship was a glory so how do i what do you mean forget it but here's the thing what i learned is that the enemy he's he's lazy he's cheap he, let's go on. You know, like he, he's, he's not like, original. He's not original. He's not creative. And so the enemy's trying to co-sign on something that is God's. And so the enemy will now turn that former glory into a permanent place of mourning. And mm, so now what good. I thought was so good, I'm stuck there. And I'm yeah. stuck there and not being expectant for what God's going to do next. And God, that's why God says, forget the former things. Don't dwell in the past. See, I'm doing something new. Not to discredit what he did before because it was a glory because it was a promise because it was good but he knows that life is filled listen this is a revelation i got (laughs) he knows that life is filled with temporary moments good and bad and yes it's the harder seasons that we're eager for time to go by but if you think about it it's the good ones that we tend to sit in a little longer right so god gave me this revelation of just saying like god is such an intentional god he loves us so much he doesn't have to do this but because he loves us he's doing it and he's saying like I know that every moment is temporary. And because it's temporary, I'm going to promise, this is a promise, forget the former things, I'm doing something new. Yeah. Don't dwell on the past, I'm doing something new. Not to discredit it, because it was good. It was a good thing. My relationship was a good thing. 
but I'm not going to stay there because God wants to do something new. Yeah. And I think a part of being able to move on to that new, a part of letting go is accepting what, like you said, you're accepting that the relationship was glory. The relationship was good. Yeah. I think sometimes we get lost in trying to discredit like what we went through right. or trying to just push it behind us yeah. instead of sitting in it and accepting it, mm-hmm. grieving it. I think you need to grieving. really, gr- you, got, you have to grieve Girl. to yes. be able to let it go. Right. Yes. So you're I'm like, I want to bring like your grandpa, for example, right. Yeah. He, he had to let go of his life, but I'm sure he had to grieve letting go, like seeing all yeah. of you guys and yeah. all of his family in front of him. Yeah. I'm sure he had to grieve that yeah. and then decide I'm going, you know, I'm, going to my eternal life yeah and i have to let go and here it's a little harder here right because we're not going into we're our not eternal life the, right we're not now. going to the kingdom yet but i think thinking about that right mm-hmm. like this is the situation at hand accepting the situation for what it is and saying okay it's at, and, and knowing that it's out of your control right and yeah. i can look back on situations that i've had a hard time letting go or that i yeah. thought i would never get through mm-hmm. and see where I'm at now and how far he's gotten me. And I also look at the fact that I say that I love him, right? I say that I love God. Right. But when I'm not letting go of something, I'm not trusting him. Yeah. I think you can have, you can have trust without love, right? Because you can trust your Uber driver to get you to where you're going, right? Mm -hmm. It doesn't necessarily mean you love him Mm -hmm. or her. That's good. Yeah. But I don't know if you can have full love without trust Come on. because you have to trust who you love. And I was sitting there and I said, dang so God, good. I have been telling you that I love you and I mm. praise you mm. and I worship you, but I, I haven't been trusting you fully. I haven't let go of these Say things, that. whether it's unforgiveness, whether it's a situation, whether it's a person, whether it's a desire, I haven't let go of these things to you and I'm holding on to them for dear life because I'm scared. Yeah. Just like Eve was scared that God was holding out on her, which is why she took the fruit. I'm scared that you're holding out on me, God. I'm scared that I don't know if I can trust your wisdom. I don't know if you're going to come through. And yeah, and let's like, be real. Nobody wants to address that. Yeah. They want to say, I trust him. But what's the opposite of, tr- of trust? Control. And we all, we all, we all have some we sort all of got control, control issues. And it comes out differently. Let's and talk I think, about it. I think that's why I, we're like going like, well, <laughs> letting go of control. It's going to be, it's going to be an episode full of everything. But I, I think it comes out so differently and different, like for different people, right? Yeah. For me, it comes out in, as over communication. I mm. over communicate things in order to find that certainty Girl, and find that control. Was that revelation right now? I think that was a little that bit. Was so- <laughs> Girl, that was a little yes. bit. Over, yeah, I I Wait I just had revelation right now. <laughs> the way I try to control is to over communicate. Let's talk about because that. Because that's good. <laughs> that's, but it's true. I I will over communicate in order to get certainty, in order to get like, in order to Dang. know things, Dang. and that want to know, that need for certainty is a need for control. Because I'm trying to know, and I'm trying to control the future. I'm trying to predict the future. I'm trying to predict what's going on like in the current situation and i think that's a way that i try to control yeah and i think people wouldn't realize that that's a way of control there's so many different things that we do to control that i don't think we really realize and i had to like learn to let go of those things to god and be like okay i might not know what exactly this person's thinking or feeling or what's happening in this situation but god you have control over it and they're at the end of the day they're yours as well right and letting go of just completely letting that go and releasing that control over to God. I'm looking up the definition of control. Okay, what is it? Well, only because like I think like con- letting go 
is letting go of control. If we think about the root of it, yeah, like letting so it goes it goes hand in hand. And the opposite of trusting God is controlling the situation because yeah. you can't trust Him if you're controlling it. I think about when I went um, when I was skydiving. Mm-hmm. I went skydiving right in on the plane. I was like, oh my gosh! I was like, frick! Like I'm literally I'm in a plane and I'm about to jump out into the air like I have to trust this guy who's behind me that he's going to pull out the parachute Mm. just in time that he is going to know exactly where we're landing that he it like that he's going to protect me and keep me safe and had to let there I had no choice but to let go of I had no control in that situation the parachute wasn't I was attached to him and he had the parachute and I feel like that's how we are with God sometimes yes we are attached we need to attach ourselves to God because God has the parachute we're free falling and he's gonna pull that parachute exactly at the right time when we need it that's so good and he's gonna land us in the place that we need to be landed I that was another revelation I don't know how I came up with that no that's such a revelation (laughs) even for me because um well okay if you look at the definition of control is the power of influence to direct people's behavior or a course of events, right? Over communication. I'm trying to direct where things are going. But that's so crazy that you brought up that um, scenario because I literally have been saying throughout this whole season, what do I feel like? I said, I feel like I'm falling in thin air without a parachute and without a target. Dang, look at God. <laughs> look at God bringing revelation. But it, but it's true. Like I struggle with so much control issues. So my whole my life is a result of Michaela. Like <laughs> I'm here because Michaela got me here, you know. And what I've realized in this in this season of refining and shedding old wineskins, stepping into new, is that I God is stripping me of con- of literally controlling everything because I lost. I have nothing, but I have everything through Him. And like I I even realized that something as small as like your space because. I'm going to be real. I am homeless right now. Let's just call it what it is. I don't have a home. So I'm homeless. Um, the father's house. The father's house is my home. I don't sleep here though, Matt and Bianca. <laughs> <laughs> or um, shower here. Or shower here. But um, like I I just realized that I was losing all of these things, mourning all these things, grieving all these things. But at least I had my space. Mm. It was my place to go in my room, be at the feet of Jesus. Why you laugh? <laughs> because I'm just laughing at the fact that God will hear uh, our at least mm. and be like, at least mm. not. At least at not. Least he not. said, at least you got nothing. <laughs> and he took that away. So, like, I had my space and that was my comfort. But we know as followers of Jesus, like, comfort is not, it's just not a thing that we're going to live by. And so I had to, now I'm stripped of my my space I have nothing now you know so it's just like when you're when you get to this point of being fully dependent on God you see you see the bigger picture and like pain Mm. like Paul says in second Corinthians when he's talking about the thorn in his side because I got many thorns (laughs) um he says like he says like I welcome I welcome the hurt. I welcome the pain. I welcome it because for when I am weak, then I am strong. So God gave me a word um, a couple weeks ago. And um, it was basically the idea like we talk about in like Christianese, you know, in the Christian culture in church and stuff. We talk about like God clearing out our soil. So like the metaphor of just like in order for God to build a firm foundation, which this is a word, by the way, in order to build any building, you need to have clear soil. So what does that look like? Like if there's rocks, if there's weeds, if there's bugs, 
architects architects who are like building the building actually have to go through the soil very deeply in the ground and remove all that let's be real crap out of the soil so they can build a firm foundation because what happens is if there's crap in the soil it will a weed can grow a something can grow and if there's a crack in the foundation the whole building will fall mm. that's a word in itself okay period um, and so God. what God was telling me is he said okay okay Kayla like I'm removing the crap out of your soil because I'm building you a firm foundation but what does this mean in order for God to remove it from the soil that means he has to bring it to surface mm -hmm. that means i gotta see my control issues my pride my ego he's gonna hold a mirror up to he's your gonna face. hold a mirror up to your face and you know and if you don't face that soil that crap you can't you can't build i think it just came to my mind we were talking about that my stepdad has been trying to remodel the back mm. and build uh like a back house and they haven't because they need to check the soil to make sure the soil is good to Come be able on. to build everything. Yeah. And he hasn't wanted to do that process and like oh, go through that. That's the worst. He hasn't wanted that's to go through that worst. process. So Why? Because it's a lot. Because it's a it's a lot of it's work. It's a lot of work. And so what? What's what's happened? Nothing. We haven't we haven't built the back house. It's it has stayed the okay, way it has. Lord, thank it has you. not been rebuilt. Nothing. See, look. And so you cannot rebuild. You cannot look. build something new. New. Because you haven't checked the craft in the, the soil. soil. Girl, that's a word in itself. All I'm thinking is like, all of us are so focused on the promise, but we're not focused on how we're going to get there. Mm, Period. The process. There's a process. You can't get the promise without the process. That's a word. The, you can't get the promise without the, the, pro the promiser. Oh, wait. Oh, without, <laughs> without the promiser wait, or the wilderness. You can't, yeah, you got to go through. So look, I love Isaiah 43 because you got to go. Hold it. What's it? You no, got to no, go. go you got to go through the world. He says, like, I forget the form of things. See, I'm doing a new thing. And then he says, "In I will make a path in the wilderness. I will make a stream in the wasteland. Just like the Israelites. He always made a way. He made a way. He will make the way. But that's the thing. We can see the promise and oh. delay it for so long because we're making, we're not we're making the right choices or we're focused on the on promise. On the promise and not the process. That we don't that's even. That's a word. And sometimes too, y'all, like I think about it and like I've been saved for a minute now. Okay. And I'm like, God, what the heck is the purpose of my pain? Like I'm going through it for maybe yeah. my children, my children's children. You're breaking chains for your children for generations for to generations. come. It's not, it's about not about us. us. It's not about, and that, and that takes, and that goes with letting go. Cause you know what control reveals about you? It reveals some kind of arrogance and pride in you as that well. That part. Pride. Because you think that you can control something better. You think that you yourself can have a better result than God. Yeah. And that's not true. It ain't true. You, you Girl, you could girl listen. You <laughs> listen. Hold on. Cause he says like I, I will do more than you can ever plan, think, or imagine. If you're thinking it, God will do more than that. If you can, if you're, if our human minds can think of what God's going to do, let me tell you, if I, if you told me two years ago that I would go into 2022, I thought this won't be my year. You know, if they, if you said, I'm okay, like you're going to go in 2022, you're going to get into your promised relationship, then it's going to end. <laughs> then you're going to go to Thailand to see your girl. Oh, wait, she's not going to be there. Then your grandpa's going to pass away. The very man that introduced you to God. Okay. And then you're going to say goodbye to the job you worked at for six years. And then you're going to be homeless. <laughs> I said, Lord, no. I would say, no. I don't. Why do I want that? You're like, 
No. But here I am driving my car because that's all I got. (laughs) And I'm crying. And I said, God, this is a dangerous prayer. This is a dangerous prayer that only pray if you if you if you can handle it. You know what I'm saying? But I said, God, I will go through this 10 times over. I will do this again and again and again if it means that you'll get glory. And I and I say that only because it's not about us. It's not. It's about our love and our worship for him. And Father Father Jerry revealed this actually. Um and so beautiful, right? Abraham when he had to go sacrifice Isaac. Yeah. And he that again that's a promise. Mm -hmm. It was his promise. Yeah. And he had a God told him sacrifice him, right? Like surrender. Surrender your promise. And he had to go up and he, the first time in the Bible that it says the word worship is in this part when Abraham said he was going to go take up Isaac to worship the Lord mm. because he was going to sacrifice. So I think that reveals, right, Father Jerry was talking about how <laughs> that's one. Father Jerry. <laughs> love Father Jerry. That's one of the ultimate ways. Mm, that's the, so good. In uh, ways an we act worship. of worship. The, the, one of the ultimate acts of worship is to surrender, surrender. and let go Yo. because we are t- we are trusting God with the process. We are trusting God with the result, knowing that he can give a greater result than we could. E- like anything that we can do on our own, yeah, it's going to be like, yeah, compared to what right. God can do, you know? And I don't know. I, I just it's 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 so hard though. We we That's can say all say. Of, yeah. we can say all of these things. It's so much easier said than done. But let me tell you, girl. It's worth listen, it. Listen, we are struggling with that right now. It's hard. We're both. I'm struggling with that right now. Letting go of a desire that I've had mm-hmm. that I feel like yeah. God put in my heart at the beginning of this year, and letting that go back to Him and saying, "Okay, God, I trust you with this. Whatever the result is." I know that it's for my good and it's for your glory. Right. Letting go, uh, for example, of right now, I, I struggle with an autoimmune disease. Mm-hmm. Letting go of the healing, right? I've been, right. I was r- realizing that I was idolizing because God's a healer. I know that He will heal and me. I know that He's been can. given prophetic words about her healing. Yes. So see, look, yeah, yeah, and so I, I. God's like I'm. Hol- I've been telling God I'm holding on to the words. I'm holding on to the miracle. Right. And God's like, no, you can't hold on to these yeah. words and these miracles. I brought you these words to give you confirmation to, give to you get something you through, tangible. to get you through. Yeah. But it's not for you to hold on to and to wor- start worshiping mm-hmm. because if then then you're not worshiping me. Then you're not holding on to who I am. You're holding on to the words that people here on earth have given you. Yeah. And I gave them those words to get you through. Right. Yeah. To to remind you that I am listening to remind you that yeah. I am here yeah. and so I think sometimes you know I'll ask for confirmation and God's not going to continue to give me confirmation if I'm going to keep holding on to the confirmation versus holding on to yeah. him yeah like listen you can't you can't step into the new thing if you're still focused on the former things mm-hmm. you know like you can't like you said you can't let go how are, how do you how do we expect to receive if we're holding on to something you have to come to God with I, I think about like open hands right like when yeah. I when I come to God with open hands, he can put whatever it is mm-hmm. that he wants to in those in my hands. But when I come to him with closed fist, how is he what, what is he going to put in there? You know, and God's such a gentleman. He's such a great God. He's not going to force. He is all about he's about our free will. And because he's always been about free will, he's not going to stop being about free will because he says he is the same today as he is tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And if he stops giving us our free will, right. then we're not going to trust him because we're right. going to say, God, you said that you're about free will. Yeah. And now you're taking my free will away. You have yeah. to be. The, he's he is the same today, tomorrow right. in the future, every single day. Um, and so 
if he, he he's not gonna open our fit or our closed fist up and force us to take something he force force we have to choose everything in mm-hmm. this life we have it's a to choice. choose and we just like we choose him we have to choose to let go of these things so what are some tangible ways to that we go. can let go i think like tan like I, we want to give you guys something you know like uh, how how do you let go so the first step for me is actually pos- physically positioning myself in prayer and in worship. So if you're at church, if you're in your room, you could talk to God wherever. Position your hands need to be facing up and just let go. That would be my first step. Yeah. What's yours? That's good. I think for me, what helps me is journaling. Mm. It's finding my place that's where good. I find the most yeah. peace with God. And for me, that's the beach. That's the beach at sunset. That's so I good. I find peace in a time to just spend with God there. And honestly, so the tangible thing that I do is journal, is journal so those good. things, journal my feelings, journal anything, whether, and I've, I'm a little bit of a perfectionist at times. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh my God, I messed up. Like I, like I hate scribbles in my journal and mm-hmm. stuff, but I've learned that let, leave love the, messy, the mess, love, love the, the mess. mess because God just wants to hear my heart. He doesn't yeah. care about the scribbles yeah. on the page and he doesn't care about how my writing looks. He doesn't. Right. I, so just getting it out. And I've learned that in therapy also is sometimes we hold on to these thoughts so much in our head that it's hard to let it go because yeah. we're still holding on to it. Right. So w- there needs to be a way that you let it out, whether that's worship, yeah. whether that's prayer. Mm-hmm. Um, journaling is also an, a way of prayer. You can it journal is. your prayers. Yeah. And that's what, I, that's what I do. I pray, but I also journal my prayers. And so I think if that is something, getting your, your thoughts Out of from your, your head, mind. from your yeah. head onto a pen and paper, that yeah. helps. Whether that's singing, Vocalizing whatever it, it is. Journaling it. It helps whether that's writing a voice note to yourself. Also, uh, this is something that you gave me, uh, making a contact for God, making a contact for God. And sometimes like messaging him, like, I'm so sad right now. God, like help me help. Like God, even if it's a one word prayer, he just wants to hears you. you. He hears your heart. He wants to talk to you. And so like knowing these things, how do I let go? If you think about what's in your mind and even just putting it in words, putting it on paper, that's already the first step of letting mm-hmm. go. You're let you're releasing it from your internal. Yeah. And don't let the enemy convince you. Do not please let the enemy convince you that God is holding out on you and that there's more that he's not giving yeah. you and that there's more that you can know by doing other things or right. there do not let the enemy convince you of that lie because he will try to convince you of that lie that they're, that God's holding out on you. And that's the lie that keeps you holding on and grasping to straws yeah. that you need to let go. It's the old glory, baby. Let it go. God says, I'm trying to bring you into the new. Do like, Don't let the enemy let you dwell in something old. What does Frozen say? Let, let it go. go. Let it go. <laughs> let it go, girl. Yeah. So letting go isn't easy. But we can give you some tangible things. Worshiping and surrendering go good praying about it to god journaling about it to god um going to a spot where you feel the closest and connected to god the ocean the the forest the park uh, an old house that maybe you found peace in Mm -hmm. you know your childhood home or something or any a coffee shop yeah you know church you can experience god literally anywhere but you want to create a safe space for yourself mm-hmm. to just be able to think about it. And first off, actually, no. The first thing you've got to do before you let go is mourn. Mourn it, baby. Mm-hmm. This you It's a loss. And if we cry when we lose people, 
who die. Let's be real. We got to cry when we lose other things. I lost my job. I lost my mans. You know, yeah. we got to <laughs> we in order to heal properly. You got to mourn properly. Yeah. And and it's a lot harder to mourn things that are still, still here. here. OK. So amen, it's a period. little easier to mourn a death sometimes right. versus mourning a person yeah. or a place or a situation yeah. that's still really relevant. That's still in your that you got to see every single week. You have to see. This is bad, but you know, like no, Holy Spirit, please Holy muzzle Spirit, her right muzzle now, me up, Lord. <laughs> but this, this is just say. this is just truth, you know. Like it was a loss. Feel everything. Be sad, but keep focused on the promise. Keep focused on God. There's not a. It's not a. There's not a reason. Wait, what are my words? It. There's a reason why it's weight is spoken so many times throughout the Bible. Because our human minds, our human bodies are so eager all the time. We live in a life where we can go on TikTok and be immediately satisfied in the first seven seconds. Mm-hmm. We can go on Instagram. We go like we live in a very instant life, but God is not an instant God. Mm-hmm. And he it's that process. It's that digging. It's that seeking. It's that seeping like tea, you know, like it. everything good takes time. And so mourn that good thing. But hold on to that promise. My God is our God is good. But don't idolize the promise. But don't idolize hold the on. promise. Yeah. But hold on, like to it's in the sense like if God did it for me then, he'll do it yes. for me again. As a reminder. I'm gonna hold on to this and that was a good thing. And I'm gonna be focused on what God is gonna do next. And I'm gonna be foc but to hear that sentence, focused on what God, God first, is gonna do next. The promise is next. If you are in a season where you are having to let go of things or you feel like things are just like the rug just keeps getting pulled from under you Constantly. and you're being forced We've to like let there. go a bunch of things, just know you're not alone. Know that first of all, God is with you. Know that other people are going through the same thing and know that you can go to the word and see other people go through that mm-hmm. and you could see the ways in which they handled that and the result of it and the result is always that co- God comes through that he protects his people that he provides for his people and really it's just surrendering and I and I know and I know when we surrender God will show us his glory and he'll show us his faithfulness and he'll show us mm-hmm. what a good good father he is yeah and it's just like any parent any good parent wants to protect our kids and, and wants carry our burdens for us yeah you know? and wants to provide for them mm-hmm. and they're not gonna want them to hold they don't want them to hold on to old things and that way they can let go uh, that way they could give them new good things we hope this blessed you. We hope you received from this. And, you know, like every episode, we're just going to close this out in prayer. Heavenly Father, I just come before you, Lord, to just ask that you give everyone, including us, listening to this podcast, the grace to let go. Yes, Lord, God, that thank you, you Lord. give us the ability and the supernatural strength that we don't have on our own to let go yes, of the God. things, the promises that you have spoken to us, God, that you that we just know and remember that you fulfill every desire of our heart, Lord, that Mm -hmm. we lack nothing in you, God, God. that you are a good and faithful God and you will provide that anything that we are holding on to, Lord, that you, you don't want to take to hurt us, Lord. You want to take to be able to give us your good. So Lord, I just pray that we 
receive what it is that you want to give us, Lord, and that we let go, that we don't look back and we're able to just release our past, our hurt, our desires, um, the promises that we feel you have spoken to us and called us to, Lord. We just release those things to you. And I declare, I declare in Jesus' name that through this podcast, through the words that were spoken for you, Mm -hmm. um, Lord, that people are able to release and let go of things. And Lord, I just pray that you that you sit with us and meet us where we're at, that you meet everyone listening to this mm-hmm. podcast where they're at and help them let go and reveal to them what they need to let go in their lives. God, so we pray this in your holy and mighty name. Yes, we love Lord, you. Love Amen. You. Amen. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Girl, listen. listen.